Hello and welcome to Life at Your Own World podcast. My name is Will Venist. I'm the solo host for episode 17. If you've missed any of the other episodes, they're all still available to, to stream and download from your favourite platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and numerous others. This is a podcast where we aim to help you live your best authentic life to entertain and open up some genuine, well-meaning conversation in the hope they'll resonate with someone in the world. Plus, if possible, to bring some comfort. So, come in, take a seat, throw off your shoes, provided your feet don't stink, grab a glass of something cold to stay hydrated and let's get started. God, this summer heat and humidity is killing me. How about you, listener? We're seriously considering getting a portable air conditioning unit, but you know, because the UK wasn't designed with heat in mind, global warming has a lot to answer to. Yeah, there's lots of tangents on this podcast. So anyway, this week's episode is going to be me talking about my trip to the hospital. So let me tell you the story. And oh my God, this is my story. I am so innovative. Seriously. <laughs> so yeah, I know a trip to the hospital it sounds a little bit alarming, but fear not, all should be explained. I'm aware this also might sound a bit mundane, but I don't take myself or life too seriously, so be prepared for a laugh. And also, if you're not wetting yourself with laughter at least once a day, you're not living your best life, are you? I also want to share with you the process of how this feels as an autistic person doing something that's out of my routine, and also sharing some tips on how I cope with the daily anxiety that autism brings. Just a quick side note, autism itself is not a mental health condition, but it can affect one's mental health due to numerous reasons. So I really want to help help someone out who's perhaps a, an adult in the early stages of their post-diagnosis or post-self-discovery of autism, as some people feel they don't need a diagnosis, which is absolutely fine. Also, if you're a parent or a guardian or carer to a young person who's autistic, this might help you as well. Please remember, I am not a professional or therapist. I'm merely sharing what works for me. So if you're looking to seek professional help, please do so with someone that's qualified, obviously. And also, this might help you even if you're not autistic. So, yeah, I'm neurodiverse autistic. I have said that. So, for me, please remember that no two autistic people are exactly the same. Everyone's different. I really need, I absolutely need structure to my day so that I know what I'm doing, so I know what to expect, and so I know how to deal with any eventualities that the day brings. Because if I don't, then I go into this thing called meltdown mode, and that's not a pleasant thing at all to experience as an autistic person. I'm also possibly ADHD as well. Uh, I'm on the waiting list for an assessment for that, which I'm told can take up to five years. Great. So let me start you off with my journey to get into the hospital. So I walk to the bus stop. I don't drive. I have to use public transport, which I hate because there's people there, people that I don't know and people that I probably don't like. So it's just me there as well, as well as an old lady She's sat in the bus stop with her shopping trolley, and I'm trying to be kind to her, but she looks like the world hasn't been kind to her, put it that way. And she asks me the time. So, of course, I tell her the time. And then she said to me, oh, I was frightened to ask you just in case you didn't want to talk to me. Now, this really upset me because I love old people. So when I hear the consensus that people who are younger than yourself will meet you with an unfriendly response. It really does break my heart. We'll all be old one day, if the universe is generous to us, because age is a privilege denied to many. And I like to think that when I'm old and grey, actually, when I'm old, because I'm already grey. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that when I'm old, that people will treat me with 
they'll treat they'll treat me well, treat me with kindness, treat me with compassion. So yeah, that that hurt me a bit, but she got on the bus and I helped her on with her trolley and she sat down in her seat and I sat in mine's. So I tried to get comfortable in this seat. I'm sat on my own, which is great. Don't have to contend with someone that's sat next to me like that's checking their phone or someone who smells or someone that's loud. Can't be dealing with all that kind of thing. Yeah, so I get comfy. The bus was late, about 20 minutes late, so that was great. But I'd afforded the spare time because I just knew with loading buses, they're always late. So I listened to Lady Gaga's Art Pop album, then Nicole, Scherzing's, Nicole Scherzinger's Killer Love album. I always struggle saying her surname. And I'm miming the songs. I wasn't subtle. I could see the man that was... Uh, it wasn't quite... It was like in a seat in front of me on the other side. He was looking at me. I didn't care. I'll never see him again. And like Bianca Del Rio always says, he's going to die, so why care? So the bus moved along at a nice pace, and then we come to roadworks so this is the bit that we get to this isn't quite what i had planned for because lothian buses hadn't said on their website or their app or anything else social media and things that there was going to be roadworks so i thought oh okay there's going to be roadworks i hadn't planned for this am i going to get to the hospital am i going to get to the hospital on time so rather than sat there or sitting there whatever the word is and panic thinking am i going to get there i just i just thought Okay, we've came to this juncture, literally and metaphorically. Rather than panic about if the bus is going to get out, I'll just see what happens. Because I've learned over the years that if you panic about things, number one, it doesn't solve anything, and two, it doesn't change anything. Yeah? So rather than panic, I just thought, let's just see how this plays out. Yeah, let's just see how this plays out. And eventually I did get to the hospital. So... Yeah, panic over, even though the panic didn't happen. So I'll get to the hospital, and when I got off the bus, I said, I kind of let off this huge sigh of relief when alighting the bus. Fresh air, because the bus was really stale with no openable windows. Is that the word, openable? I don't know, you can let me know on Instagram, at life at your own will, to follow us. It was one of those buses where it's completely controlled by air conditioning. And yeah, I got off the bus, walked to the front of the hospital. And because the air was really dry and stale on the bus, I went to WH Smith for a bottle of water. And I noticed they had absolutely no dedicated person to serve at any checkouts. They were all self-service. I really like to be served by someone. I don't like the self-service checkouts because eight times out of ten they never work for me and I always get frustrated with them. And then I went to M&S afterwards just to have a look around because I had some spare time and I looked at the grapes and, you know, I thought... Isn't it funny, when you go to visit someone in hospital, you take grapes, because they solve everything, won't they? Broken arm? Get grapes. Finger hanging off? Get them grapes, that'll knit the finger back on. Got pancreatitis? Yeah, grapes will take the pain away, no problem. It's kind of the same with tea, when you've you've got like these at-home situations. Yeah, my spouse has left me, let's have a cup of tea. My son's got arrested. Yeah, let's have that beige-looking liquid that we class as tea. That'll solve the problem. Probably a, a British thing. So I'm looking for this department, and it's one that I hadn't been to before. I get lost. I've been around the entire hospital looking for this department, which I won't say because it'll give away my location, and I don't. I like my privacy, you know. So I ask someone, 
And he said, yeah, it's at this bit, you go through this. And I thought, oh, God, you're giving me directions and you're expecting me to remember this. I have no sense of direction. Whenever I'm going somewhere, it's always with someone and they do the direction. I just rely on them to do that for me. So the directions, they didn't work. And also, the place wasn't really that... It wasn't signposted that well. And I end up coming back to the position that I was in and a slightly different location... Well, that doesn't make sense. It was a slightly different location in a new part of the hospital and I got in it was nice and quiet no loud noises and there was no masks being worn at the hospital which says to me that things are now getting back to normal at long last I could see full faces again full smiles and also the grimaces the disdain oh god I'm at this hospital I've been waiting so long blah 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 I sat down and when I sit down in somewhere and I've got time to kill I study things I study like the, the roof the artwork, if there's any, how many people are there, what the people look like, what they sound like, what the place smells like, everything, I take in everything. That's probably why I, as an autistic person, get exhausted so much, because I absorb so much information, so much sensory stuff. Yeah? Then I didn't wait too long, and then the doctor said my name, and he was really nice. He was also shorter than me, which I found hard to believe, because I'm quite a short person, and... He was also quite handsome as well, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice, very pleasant. Not like the usual arrogant, self-righteous idiots that I usually encounter. Uh, I was there for an ongoing problem, which I've had for over a year, and it's with balance. And so I got to this neurology department, and it's been confirmed from my MRI scan that there is a brain in there, underneath the skull bone. And that there's nothing worrying from the scan that I had eight months ago. So that was a relief, yeah. So I'd been referred to the neurology department after I'd been to the ear, nose and throat department. They couldn't find anything untoward with my ears, which of course are responsible for not only your hearing, but balance as well, your inner ear. And so the doctor did these reflex tests and he actually asked to look at my bare feet, which rest, re, which retrospectively sounds a little bit alarming. Did he actually need to see my feet, or was he a, was he a, a secret foot fetishist? He was asking me lots of open-ended questions, and I really struggle with these types of questions because I'm not great at describing how things sound and feel, you know? So one of the things that I've learned to do over the years is whomever I go to see... I tell them or ask them, can you ask me more specific questions because it makes it more manageable for me to answer. As in, does it feel like this? Or did you experience X, Y and Z? And he was happy to do this. Brilliant. We chatted about many things and he asked me if I was a smoker or a drinker and I said, no, I've been sober, for, sober and smoke free for seven years. He asked why. I said, I'm a recovering alcoholic and he congratulated me on sobriety which I appreciated. And then he asked me what I do for a living because I suppose there are certain jobs that could affect your balance. And whenever someone new asks me this, I always get them to guess because it acts like a bit of a, an icebreaker. Plus I find it hilarious what people say and no one ever gets it right. Because they see a person in comfortable clothes and glasses, scrape back hair and... Yeah, his guess was an extreme gamer. What is an extreme gamer? I know what a gamer is, but what's an extreme gamer? Can someone tell me? 
<laughs> and yeah, then I said, yeah, for a job, I'm a wig maker. And then they asked how I got in. And, so, and I said, basically, I've turned my artistic special interest into a career, which I guess is an amazing thing to, for the average person to be able to do. But to me, it's just normal life. The life of an artist, and it for the right reasons. And as Gaga says in her art pop lyrics, I do it for the music, not the bling. And if I was rich and money was not an issue, I'd be doing this for free. I honestly absolutely love what I do. It's so rewarding. And then I asked if the dizziness could be due to sensory processing disorder, which is another thing that autistic people can have. And he said probably not, though when doctors say things like probably, it doesn't fill me with much faith. In my mind, it it means that it could be and that it is possible, rather than saying no, it isn't. That's a really definitive answer, you know. And then I asked, could it be due to anxiety? Could it be that? But when I get these dizzy spells, it like they literally could happen at any time. There's no, there's no trigger. It could be when I'm totally totally relaxed. And then I get this onset of feeling like the room's spinning or like the pavement is going to hit me in the face if I'm outside. And then the loss of balance. I have to grab hold of something or someone. It's really life-limiting at the moment. So every time I go somewhere, I risk getting dizzy and unbalanced. And it's it's quite frightening. So after we discuss this, he's now referring me back to ear, nose and throat for physio to help with balance. He said I probably have a long-term complication after getting a virus. I'm not sure which virus it is, but yeah. So this is something that I'm going to have to live with for now until it apparently heals itself, and I've had to accept that. So rather than fighting this thing, whatever it is, actually I do know what it is, well possibly know what it is, there's no definitive answers, I'm just going to have to live with this. And the doctor said it's possibly a condition called persistent postural perception dizziness. PPPD for short. So, that was that. So that was my appointment with the neurologist. That was on the Monday. And then on the Tuesday, I had to go and debrief with my GP. So I made the appointment for that. And whilst I was in the waiting room, again, I study rooms. And there was this woman there and she had really interesting hair. Now, the only way I can describe it is the colour and the like the texture of it as in curl pattern it looked like crispy noodles yeah that was interesting so I'm now waiting for the doctor to refer me back to ENT so I'm going back there again oh. it's so frustrating isn't it when you're waiting for someone to tell you what's wrong with you and then work out a plan to fix you I suppose or you know get you back to health so for now, I've just got to accept that I'll be dizzy for the time being, which is really frustrating for me because I'm the kind of person that doesn't like anything in life holding me back. That's just the way the way that I roll. And also, and all the while I was in the waiting room, because the appointment was half an hour late, there was at least ten signs around saying, your appointment is for ten minutes only. I'm like, right, okay, I get it. I get you need to emphasise that it's only ten minutes. That annoyed me a bit. And also, I was rushing to get to this doctor's appointment because I was fighting I was going to be late, but the doctor was half an hour late. So, 
That has been my experience going to the hospital and dealing with dizziness and not knowing what the hell it is. I hope you've liked listening to this. I hope it's helped someone. If you're new to the podcast, I would absolutely love it if you would subscribe or follow it or whatever the hell it is you do. Because we're really trying to grow this podcast and reach as many people as we can because we absolutely love doing it. Sometimes it's me just doing this as a solo host. Sometimes I do this podcast with my husband Jay. You'll see that in the previous, sorry, you'll hear that in the previous episodes. And we we really, really enjoy doing this. So subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram as well at Life at Your Own Will. You can share this podcast with as many friends as you like. The more shares, the better, as far as we're concerned. We really want to build a community here. Thank you so much for listening to my witterings. I really appreciate your time. Do leave us a review if you've enjoyed it. And I will see you, or we will see you, at the same time, same place next week. Please take good care of yourselves. Drink lots of fluid. Wear your sunscreen. Do lots of nice self-care. And look after one another, yeah? I will see you next week. Take care. Bye.